Welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook? The listeners are not in person, but we're in person today, no, which is reasonably rare. Isn't can't, it? can't see us, can't see us, can they? No, no we've been uh, been in the office today for a uh, for a team meeting. Indeed, yes, yes, and we're just looking forward to some uh, some some uh, some food for at, at lunchtime, which is uh, which is really really good news. Uh, but good food, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good food. Absolutely. We don't yeah. do anything else like that, do we? I feel, I feel a little bit relieved because normally I buy the team, I normally buy the team lunch, but uh, we had a work experience lad who's kindly treated us to, um, uh, treated us to a delivery voucher, I think. So, Fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah what so, a result. Yeah, eh? Thank you very much, work experience lad. <laughs> so if anybody else would like to send anybody on work experience, they're more than welcome to come along. <laughs> particularly that's... if they bring a voucher. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, no, good lad, by all accounts, he was a good, uh, he was a good lad. I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to meet him, but... Um, uh, by all accounts, he was uh, spot on, wasn't he? So um... yeah, no, he seemed to seem pretty spot on, mate. So uh, yeah, and as we record this, I'm um, I'm feeling a little bit anxious because we've just run the team meeting, and I'm uh, I'm about to, after recording these, I'm about to head up to Old Trafford uh, <laughs> to watch United v Liverpool <laughs> after two straight losses against Brentford and Brighton. So uh, I don't really know what to expect tonight. Prawn sandwiches. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The prawn, Old Trafford. You would definitely get prawn sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. And long they go. Watch them because they might be too curly at the end, and they might be a bit off. Do you know? Do you know what, mate? I tell you what. I think the catering's come on since Roy Keane was there because it's not prawn sandwiches anymore. Literally, they put on a feast for you. Uh, if you're in the um, if you're in the executive suite, it is literally amazing. So you've got. Uh, Normally roast beef, pies, curry. It's wow. amazing. You just help yourself. So That's fantastic. Well, I hope they serve up some decent football for you, <laughs> <laughs> or a decent result. That's to be fair, to be fair, Liverpool have only managed to draw twice so far. Yeah, they? yeah. So. I can be the complete neutral here because obviously being a Pompey supporter, oh, we had another great win at the weekend. So uh, did you? Perhaps in the Premiership one day again. I took the uh, I took the kids to watch Posh, and they've just come down from the Championship. And I tell you what, they look like a great team in League One. Yeah. It's yeah, like they, they, they need are. some league in between Championship and League One because they were uh, they give uh, Lincoln City an absolute hiding. Yeah, we've got it there. They're one to watch actually this year, but it's a tough old league that League One, Sheffield Wednesday Derby, and the rest. Uh, mm. Ipswich chart, and there's some really good sides. There's in some there, former so. big names in there, aren't they? Big, yeah. big names yeah. in there. So yeah, let's uh, let's see what May brings. Eh, that's uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> okay, mate. So. Um, Right, today, today we're going to talk about MMR then. Yeah, MMR. It's not a jab that you get when you're uh, a youngster and uh, prevents. I think MMR is measles. Is it something to do with measles, isn't it, MMR? But, uh, in the training measles, game. Measles, mumps and rubella. That's it. I think. You re- yes, because you... I've just got my phone out to Google yeah, it. Yeah, to Google it. You've got younger children than I have, but uh, yeah, measles, mumps and rubella, MMR. Boom, I got it yeah, right. Well measles, done. mumps and rubella. Children should get two doses of the MMR vaccine starting with the first dose at 12 to 15 months and the second dose four through to six years, MMR. Yeah. This is a public health service as well as a, <laughs> as, as, well as, as, well as a podcast. So yeah, MMR in the training world then, my mate reckons, 
And we always get, and, 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 and you know, we've always had these historically on training courses. You've got somebody who will sit there and say, my mate reckons that, you know, if the driver's name's Steve and it's the third Wednesday after Lent, then he's allowed to drive 16 hours a day because he used to do Saudi, you know, and you, it's, you get this, this, this mythology that bring that is brought up. But I think the, the reason we want to discuss it, or we, we decided this would be a good discussion was... Um, the advent of these Facebook groups and, and what, what have you. Very, very good. I mean, fantastic uh, resource for uh, lots and lots of people. Um, obviously, we, you know, pump, pump the, uh, the flagship uh, group or the Fleet Geeks uh, page um, and, and come and join that network. But uh, yeah, we, we, we've got some great... Uh, I, I quite often... I'm not going to mention them by name. They know who they are. But um, some of the groups have some names on that I will always look at and think, well, if that's their opinion, that's really good because they are solid um, in their in their approach to that. But um, so um, I, Herbert, what ifs or my mate reckons? Why are there so many people? My question to Pete was, why, why are there so many people out there? And it may be that they are genuinely looking to, shall we say, open the envelope or stretch the envelope in terms of, what you can and can't do. And maybe they're exploring that sort of thing. But why are there so many people out there looking to bend the rules or find a loophole? What What's going on? You know, what's the... Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? I think um, in, in from a training point of view, uh, and, and Facebook's, Facebook's amazing for the old keyboard warriors and stuff. But I think there, there's this thing about knowing that there's a lot of people in the industry who like to think that they know everything there is to know and it's funny because i think people will probably listen and go yeah but you two are on a podcast making out like you know everything the day i know everything will never happen because one thing you learn is as you learn more stuff you realize that you know nothing i think it was socrates that said yeah. that wasn't it yeah, yeah, um you know so this is all part of a learning journey for us so part of doing the podcast is being able to share ideas share thoughts hear other people's thoughts and things like that and i'm forever learning and getting corrected it isn't so long ago that i had to make the admission that i'd got working time uh, directive uh, breaks wrong and we had to uh, edit a podcast for it so um you know i'm more than happy to be proved wrong proved incorrect but there's a lot of people i think in the industry who like to um <laughs> i don't know be keyboard warriors when it comes to Facebook or in training. Training, for example, you always get the village. You know, the village is missing their idiot because they're in your driver CPC course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that frustrates me with with um, forums, particularly online forums, is somebody will ask for a piece of advice, and and the person somebody will respond with, "Well, you know, you should know that," or "Oh, what kind of idiot doesn't know that?" Or, "Well." <laughs> Obviously, if that person doesn't know it, they don't. You only know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. So um, it, it, it baffles me. Why would somebody would want to make a response in a negative like that when it's a you're supposed to be there trying to help each other out? So um, you know that does baffle me somewhat. It, but they, they, they are a source of uh, they're, they're a great source. I think the online forums, as I say, there are certain people I'll look for. Yeah, uh, their response. But I think Pete's got a. I'm Pete's busy. I'm busy looking for examples. Busy looking for I'm, a genuine. Uh, I, I am. I'm looking for examples. And I've just no, found no my, names or Patrick. Well, I've got a guy called Mike four days ago on one of the forums. Oh, as no. asked, is there some sort <laughs> of template me. you can use? Yeah, it wasn't you, but someone has advertised the podcast. Is there someone? Is there some sort of template you can use that allows you to give your TM the authority to check live? 
licenses as as oppose uh, spelled A-P-O-S-E uh, to just sending in a short email uh, so he has something in writing 21 comments of which one of them uh, big shout out to Mark Vokes the lads over at Fleet Geeks have a good podcast episode on this exact topic based on their findings only agencies can be mandated to legally undertake DVLA driver licence checks on a recurring basis and he's copied in a link for the Apple podcast link so oh, uh, thank you very much yeah, yeah big shout out to Great. mark folks yeah. thank you very much mate but um yeah there, there, there's a few different answers there but I'm, I'm looking specifically for an example where you know people have asked a question and sometimes you just get such a range of responses mark a few days ago hi all reporting employee driver's offenses to tc we did a podcast on this not yeah. so long ago uh, never come across with it does it include every single offense or any particular group codes uh, what is the procedure any forms to fill in would appreciate any tips who experienced it or gov website with explanation as a support thanks a lot um so uh hopefully uh you know that there's a range of stuff here gary if you breathe sneeze cough fart pick your nose stretch uh, scratch or rearrange themselves they must be reported immediately your o license will be curtailed by 94 percent, and the fine will be seven times the company turnover for each event each offense no idea why people want to operate trucks i'm assuming gary had his tongue in his cheek on oh, that well, um, well, like, well let's <laughs> report him for it <laughs> i think that needs to be reported no mirth or uh, or merriment to be made by uh, by people on groups otherwise we report Snatch document 47 says that you're not allowed to do that so don't do it uh, Jackie's written any offence needs to be reported retraining would be advisable uh, yeah so disciplinary from a file note onwards depending on if they are a repeat offender awareness courses do not need reporting I, I always find the comments that there's a distinct lack of okay well how many times when when do they become a re-offender there's sometimes a little bit of detail missing uh, don't just notify of the offence mock up a template investigation incident form what happened details of the investigation uh, then a quick short and sweet letter to the OTC saying X happened please see attached report not a bad uh, shout yeah. yeah not a bad, not a bad shout, shout yeah. uh Gary, I believe it's any offence. John, instead of reporting, why not retrain, educate the drivers first? Perfect. Helpful comment, John, but actually you do have a duty to report there it. Is, so, yeah, statutory um, duty, yeah. Mandy's corrected him because it's the duty to be reported and if not happen, may then have further repercussions. But valid, very valid. Yeah. Training is always very valid. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Uh, so Stuart has kindly uh, commented on here only for offences in vehicles used for work mm, uh, Turfit said he didn't want to hear about small offences like speeding uh, that happened outside of work just a reminder folks it's the licence not, not not you know it's the licence that, that's in question the driver's um Conduct as a, as a driver, not, not necessarily as a driver of a car or a motorbike or, or a lorry, but their driving licence is, is uh, you know, so it, it doesn't really matter where the offence occurred, but yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a tricky one, but, uh, you know, what I must say is you must definitely tell the traffic commissioner if your driver's been found guilty of using his phone whilst he's driving it, whether it's his personal car or not. Uh, so that's my bit Absolutely. of advice on that. Yeah. So, um, like I say, I think there's a lot of stuff, um, there's a lot of stuff that, 
that you sort of get varying levels of uh, stuff on 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 the responses. So it's important to find a forum. I guess I'm going to round back to sort of promoting the Fleet Geeks peer to peer mentoring because you sort of round back to getting this rounded approach from from a group of uh, group of peers. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that's it. It's it's a lot of this is is a lot. You know, you'll even hear solicitors and and, and transport barristers. You know, we're very, very careful not to be specific um, because it's all a matter of interpretation. Mm. Uh, and a lot of law is like that. It's it's a matter of interpretation. Has it has it been interpreted by a traffic commissioner in the past? Has it been interpreted by a court in the past? Because that gives us a case law. But in lots of cases, it hasn't. Or there's, you know, it's been a long while since that was challenged in a court. So, you know, a lot of this, uh, coming back to the my mate reckons and the Herbert what ifs, um, a lot of it is, is you can't give a, a black and white answer. It's... It's very, very much case specific and very, very much open to interpretation. And, and as, as, as Pete said there, it's coming back to, um, again, not pumping it too much, but the Fleet Geeks Network, you're, you're, you're speaking to a, round, a, re, a range of people. So if you sort of take it as that range of people believe you should be heading in this direction or that direction, then that would be the direction of travel you need to be in. And I think the important thing to remember is that People, people will only ever share, uh, share. So when people share a post on Facebook or they share a question in a driver CPC forum or, or wherever it may be, they are only communicating that from what I call their frame of reference. So mm. when I speak about a frame of reference, just to draw people a picture to sort of understand what I mean by that, is if you imagine you're looking outside of a window which has a pane and walls around it and you're just seeing part of this bit of information which is your frame of reference so you're looking through a picture frame or a window um, at an event that's occurred there's lots of other stuff or factors that will contribute so often on a facebook post or a question on there people need to ask more questions than actually is the information that's available which sort of reiterates the point that mike's just made one of the things we do in the peer-to-peer group will be someone shares uh, a question or they're not sure about something and needs some help the first part of the exercise is actually we ask a load more questions because what we often find is it's almost like the five whys uh, when you're trying to do a root cause analysis because you start off thinking one thing's your problem but actually after you've asked a lot more questions it becomes something totally different absolutely yeah that's 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 too true, isn't it? And it's it, it, it's always there's something more underlying. You can't in a, in a line or two of text you can't work out and then give somebody chapter and verse on on what it is they're asking because quite often what they're asking is hidden hidden behind that. And that that may come back to what I was saying about that you know why is everybody exploring loopholes and uh, and, and and you know that, that might be a factor of that in there somewhere. Mm, um, context matters. Context absolutely matters. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know. I follow several things online. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I've got an interest in law. And I listen to, to, to lawyers and solicitors all the time on podcasts, and they will never be drawn into specifics. Um, it's very no. general because that's all they can do. You know, people, if they really, really do need that specific legal advice, it would be to take legal advice. They just want a, an opinion or, uh, you know, help, uh, assistance, pointing in the right direction. Um, you know, I think we're all here to help, aren't we? But um, you know, definitely the Fleet Geeks Network will 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 push you in that right direction without giving that sort of specific you know, to the letter because nobody can. Yeah, I think um, it's actually interesting, and I think there's a space for this in the transport manager 
world. And that was last year when I studied the the my health and safety qualification I did a level six health and safety qualification it was offered by NCRQ who are the national compliance and risk qualification group um, and it was their level six diploma which competes with the likes of the NVQ and the Nibosch diploma and interestingly the NCRQ is a really good option for a lot of people who are in work and they're, they're, they're using it as case studies and that kind of thing and actually the, the, whole, the whole ethos of that qualification was totally away from Nibosch which is you learn a load of content and then you take an exam, which is very similar to the transport manager CPC. You learn a load of information and then you take two, two exams. And what NCRQ does, which is slightly different, is that you have three big textbooks which you work through and they have a load of case studies where you go and, and, and complete the case study and you have to write essays and, and what have you. So it may not work for every transport manager, but actually the, I think there's a space for what the NCRQ system did was the case study was actually to go and revise a subject. So you were given a subject matter and you had to go and revise and it might have been a, a particular case in, in previous law or you had to go and find out about a previous case that had occurred or a prosecution that had occurred and you had to go and find all the information you needed and um, what law applied and what regulation and you needed to apply that and then you needed to make a decision. And what you weren't being marked on was the advice you gave, you were being marked on your homework, your due diligence you, that you did. Your because, research, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes sometimes the right or the wrong answer um, is, is in the balance and actually it's a subject of uh, personal preference or it might be, you know, the reason why one traffic commissioner make, might make one decision and another traffic commissioner might make a different uh, decision and it's based on the evidence that's available to them and then the frame of reference that they put that under. Um, but essentially the, what, that, what that qualification did was it, it, it taught me about where to go and find all the health and safety information I needed to be able to make an informed decision on, on things rather than having to ask other people or, um, you know, consult with stuff. And I think that's, uh, I think that's a really valuable skill for people to learn. And actually maybe that's something we should focus on training transport managers to do. And that is to go away and be able to carry out their own research. Yeah. And, and come to their conclusion within the context, as you say, within the context of their operation, within the context of the type of trucks, the type of you know, it, it, it's you have to look at it in that that sort of round. Don't you? you can't you can't always take things to the black and white. That's the problem. No, absolutely, and I think trainers up and down the country on a Saturday st stuck with the old MMR. My mate reckons putting a trainer on the spot. I think uh, it's a tricky situation to be in, isn't it? And I think. Uh, Generally speaking, I tend to try and do a diversion tactic. Oh, of, absolutely. Um, oh, look out the window, it's raining. <laughs> that normally works for me, you know, and then they've forgotten about it, you know. They've gone into a big sort of tirade about if this, if the driver's name is Steve and he's, uh, it's the third Wednesday after Lent, and, uh, yeah. and by the time you've got thinking, oh, I don't know where this is going, so uh, let's change the subject. Oh, it's raining. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, and you know, I, I'm going to say that a lot of, uh, I'll, I'll certainly get kicked out of the trainers union for this an awful lot of trainers um, walk into a room and, and, and you know they have a lot of knowledge and I don't doubt that and I'm certain, well, probably vast more knowledge than I do in, in lots of cases but what they do is they go into a room and they think right all that knowledge all these things I know I'm going to blast through and give these people all that knowledge and actual fact they don't want that 
Um, they need to know what they need to know. Tell them what they need to know, uh, but do it, do it, do it. Um, you know, in 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 a manner that is is a bit more sort of conducive to them actually picking something up rather than just sort of bombarding a load of numbers and. Uh, you know, facts, figures, and all the rest of it at them. Try to make them think rather than just give them a load of information. You may have that information that they don't need to know necessarily. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, that's a that's a really valid point and something I've certainly come across with a lot of uh, a lot of trainers in the industry. This uh, uh, it, in in the mentality is almost similar to the MMR that my mate reckons, which is. I know everything, so I'm going to share everything I know with you. And um, I, I like to be the cleverest person in the room. Mm, yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I think it's sort of that same mentality that we need to t- try and move away from. And the way I tend to tackle with stuff like that is, that's really interesting. I'd like to learn more about that. And uh, yeah, I'll have a look at that. Have you got a question off the back of it? And sometimes there isn't even a question. They're just sharing something. And um, I'd say, well, I'd need to I'd need to see some some sort of material to back the validity of that claim yeah, that's right yeah, yeah absolutely so, so there yeah, we are that's uh, yeah yeah my mate reckons there's a bit more to it than meets the eyes isn't there and i think that's uh you know that's that's in, in, in you know everything we've said there yeah and i think i think the big question for listeners is what's the best my mate reckons yeah, that well, you've yeah, ever heard yeah, what's yeah. What's the best one? Because uh, I'm going to do some thinking between now and when the podcast is edited and see if I can uh, share the best my mate reckons that I've heard. Um, and uh, yeah, please do the same. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a start of a 10, the classic one that we hear quite a lot is that if you're sat in the driver's seat when you're having your break, um, Vossa will come along and give you a ticket because you've got to be sat in the passenger seat. I've heard if I'd have had a five pound for every time I've heard that from a driver, or and sometimes from a trainer, um, yeah, I'd probably uh, I'd be able to buy lunch next time. So. Oh yeah, uh, to be fair, you've just come up with one of the common ones for me. Yeah. That 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 tenth hour is up to me to decide if I'm yeah, going to use that one. tenth yeah. hour or uh, yeah though that that extra two hours uh, uh, for a reduced rest that's my time if I decide that I'm going to do that yeah. um, <laughs> I can tell you categorically that the DVSA have uh, made it very clear that the rules are the rules and planners can carry out uh, and plan you for whatever is deemed necessary so long as it's safe to do so ah but we'll end it on this what if the driver's name is Steve and it is the third let Wednesday after Lent <laughs> bit different then isn't it absolutely yeah we have to check that one out anyway hope you've enjoyed it be pleased to hear your comments please do share with your friends thank you see you on the next one i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please share with your friends and colleagues too join us for free on facebook with the fleet geeks community for transport and fleet managers fleet geeks offers ongoing professional development networking and mentoring too so get in touch with me pete rushmer on any social media platform to find out more